0: Welcome, everyone, to Resurrection Life Church in Cadillac, Michigan. Thank you for joining us today. We're so glad to have you with us, and we pray that you encounter God's goodness through the message today. Around the power of the Holy Spirit. and I know you're here because God is stirring you. Like there's something, you're like praying more. You're you're like, I just there's, you know, whatever the world has to offer isn't enough. And I want, really, I want more of God. And so we've been praying that for years. We've been praying, Lord, just hungry, hungry. Let make us hungry for you. God, hungry for you. Um, hungry for you, God. So I believe that's happening, and it goes along with this verse that we had in the beginning of the year in Zechariah 4-6. Um where God says it's not going to be by our might. It's not going to be by our power, our resources, our abilities. It's going to be by God's Spirit. That's how things are going to get done. And that's why I believe and just here uh, encouraging and compelling us to ask the Holy Spirit to move and, and have His way in our lives like we've never prayed and asked before because He's our source. We need Him to help us. We need Him to lead us. We need Him to lead and to accomplish everything He wants us to accomplish in these last days. We need the whole We See, we can't do life without the Holy Spirit. And that's why Jesus said, hey boys and girls, I have to go. If I don't go, I can't send you the Holy Spirit. That's why it's such a blessing. Yes, they didn't want to see Jesus go, but Jesus said, I have to go because I have got so much more for you. And I We need him But the underlying question is do we want him It's a different word I need God when I'm in trouble a lot But do I want God all the time Do I want the Holy Spirit Do we really want what he desires to give So I want to start this Just short little message that I've got today And then we'll go into baptisms um, With that bold declaration If you'd be willing And it's simply Holy Spirit Holy Spirit I want you here. Would you say that with me on the count of three? One, two, three. Say, Holy Spirit, I want you here. That's a powerful prayer. That's a bold prayer because now you've just asked the Holy Spirit to come and really bless you and get into those areas that only He can get into and and cause things to happen that, that He wants to happen in your life that will bless you and bless other people. I believe we're, we're seeing the beginning of the church coming to life, a great awakening, again, all prompted by the Holy Spirit. So today we're going to, we have an emphasis on baptism and not just water baptism, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit because that is what occurred when Jesus was baptized, our model, our leader. So what does baptism mean? It simply means an outward testimony that comes from an inward change An outward testimony that comes from an inward change And many times we have it the other way We try to change ourselves, make ourselves better Start that New Year's resolution Try to change us when God says No, I don't, I don't really want that I want your heart I want your heart, amen God looks at the heart He looks at the heart That's all He's looking at Matter of fact, people say, "If I maybe I'll go to a different place. Well, yeah, that's okay, but make sure your heart is in the right place. Right? Amen. So when we, we see baptisms, it's about what God is doing in my life and in the inside. And I'm going to tell people around me on the outside. Public declaration. We're not talking about a religious ritual. We're not talking about a church tradition. We're talking about Jesus Christ and his power, the work of salvation, dying for our sins and rising so that we could have abundant life and eternal life. We're talking about the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. I say that to tell you this today. Let's not have small thoughts as we begin. Let's think big. Great thoughts about a great reality of what Jesus has accomplished on the cross and from and out of the tomb. So we know that baptism doesn't save a person, doesn't, it? but it is extremely important. So I want to show you the picture of baptism and what will follow this simple act of obedience. This is Jesus getting baptized And he's getting baptized by John the Baptist John the Baptist was the voice to prepare the way For the first arrival of Jesus It's Matthew 3, 11 through 15 So John says, hey, I baptize you with water He's telling all the people around you like this I baptize you with water uh, who, who, For repentance of their sins And for you to turn to God But he says, but someone is coming soon Who's greater than I am So much greater than I'm not even worthy to carry His sandals. He says He'll baptize you. Listen with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He's ready to separate the chaff from the wheat from with His winnowing fork, and then He'll clean up the threshing floor, gathering the wheat into His barn, but burning the chaff will never end fire. So he, he sets the stage. He said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm baptizing you in water, and um, but I'll tell you something. There's someone greater coming. And when he comes, he's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. That's what he's saying. And water's good. Water's good. But there's some, something greater. So here we go. So then Jesus, verse 13, then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River, To be baptized by John But John tried to talk him out of it (laughs) He says I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you He said so why are you coming to me But Jesus said It should be done We must carry out All that God requires So John Good job John Agreed to baptize Jesus Love it So let me just stop right there for a moment he says, um, we must carry out all that God requires. Say requires. We know that word. Um, meaning it is necessary. It means it's essential and it's fundamental. So he's saying we, we must do this, Jesus said, because it's, 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 uh, it, it's required by God, but it's necessary. Uh, the reason why Jesus says it's required or God says it's required because simply because God wants to bless you and me. That's it. He's not saying you need to do this and, and, and that's it. He's saying, saying, I, I want to, I want you to bring you to a place of obedience so that I can bless your obedience. It's the same as forgiveness, just like forgiveness is required, just as loving others is required, just as being generous is required, it's required so that God can bless us. Are you okay with that? And the baptism of the Holy Spirit is essential and required for us to live a life that Jesus wants us to live, right? Water baptism required, baptism of the Holy Spirit required. That's how God, I believe with all of my heart that the reason why the Holy Spirit is moving, we're going to see him moving in, in, in ways we've never experienced before. Because God knows that we need help And we need his help And we need to accomplish the things he wants us to accomplish And there's no other way Except by the spirit of God And we don't have to freak out by, by that name It's just God with another name And another mission Required Say required You remember that Christmas gift you got for your child You're so excited to give it to him. And then they open it up and it says, oh, requires batteries, but you didn't have the batteries to give them. <laughs> right? And you're like, oh man, all you can do is look at it because I got to wait till the store opens tomorrow to get you the AA batteries so that you can play with your toy. And it was good. They can, they can look at it. They could even pretend play with it. They could pretend, right? Not the same. Not the same. Batteries required. See, the Holy, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the power and energy, battery source of the Christian. Required, required, required to live the life God wants us to live. And baptism, water baptism and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus actually commands us to be baptized. Remember, he said, I told the disciples, listen, go to that room, wait. He didn't say if you want to. He said, get over there. (laughs) Get to there. And in a little time, um, I'm going to give you a gift of the Holy Spirit. That's where Pentecost comes in, right? But Jesus commands water baptism. He commanded, look at Matthew 28, 19. Therefore, he says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. It's a clear directive or command to all believers, all of those who've given their hearts to Jesus, who've confessed his name, believed in their heart that God raised him from the dead. Come on, they believe that stuff. That's the command. Why? To a reminder of our old life, our sinful nature, buried with Christ, and also the truth of his resurrection power to change us and give us a brand new life. And as we rise from the waters of baptism, just as Jesus rose from the dead, we also rise to live a new life. Here's the verse, Romans 6, 4. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. It's really exciting. It is. It's exciting. You know, I've said before, you know, regarding Christ and, and, and what he did for us, there's two types of Christians those who feel like they always have to do, and those who know it's done. Come on. When I feel like I always have to do something to earn God's favor whatever, it's a frustrating, miserable life. I'm going to heaven, but I'm not happy. But when I realize that the finished work of Christ is done, it is finished. You can't take away from it or add to it. Doesn't that make you happy? That's why the gospel is so awesome. And that's what this, this moment means. But let me give you a couple things that I believe happen with water baptism and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Let's read Matthew 3, 16-17. After his baptism, Jesus came up out of the water. The heavens were opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. Now remember this, Jesus hadn't done anything yet for God, which is so cool. He hadn't like, his ministry hadn't really started yet. Yet God, God calls out, hey, everyone, I love him. I love him if he never did anything in his life. I love him if he never healed anybody in his life. I love him right now in this moment. That's very significant to know. But baptism brings an open heaven. Say open heaven. His obedience. Opened heaven over his life. And I believe obedience in general is a key to God's blessing over a person's life. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying obedience to get salvation. I'm talking about so grateful that God saved my life that, hey, I wanna, I wanna do something for the Lord. I can't, I gotta tell somebody about what he's done for my life. I'm talking about that kind of obedience, right? That comes out of a grateful heart. But here, heaven opened. So this idea of, of, of open heaven is peppered throughout the Bible. Isaiah praised this, Open up, O heavens, and pour out your righteousness. Let the earth open wide so salvation, righteousness can sprout up together. Ezekiel said, The heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. John, while on the island of Patmos, he said this, he said, Then as I looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same voice i had heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast the voice said come up here and i'll show you what must happen after this in the book of malachi it says when we tithe and honor god with our first and best it says i will open watch it was i will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you can't contain and that's not about stuff that's about peace that's about joy <laughs> That's about knowing that you're loved. I'm telling you. All the way through the Bible, we see this stuff. And if you remember, I got to say, if you remember the message series, Open Heaven, that we talked about months ago, there's this second heaven. And that's the Bible says where the enemy has access. And that's why he tries to mess with our thoughts all the time. He's got this second heaven. You got the third heaven, which is paradise. That's heaven. You got the second heaven, which the enemy has has access to until he's thrown in the lake of uh, fire forever, and then you've got us on this first heaven on the earth. That's how it works. Let me say this: the reason why I'm saying is because I believe we should pray and ask God to open up heaven over our lives. Come on, right? So there's a baptism, water baptism, and if you. Say, hey, I want to be baptized in the Spirit. You can expect God to bless you in that way. I believe it. Because He doesn't want you living with a dark cloud over your head. He doesn't want you living with the enemy always attacking you in your mind. He wants to give you a covering, an immersion of His blessing and His presence to help stave off the enemy. He wants to overwhelm you in a good way. Who needs an open heaven today? Come on, man. I do. Lord, overwhelm everyone here with your presence as we continue with this service. You can expect an open heaven, I believe. And when you can also you can also expect this. Let's read it again. After his baptism, Mark, Mark, or Matthew 3, 16, 17, after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God. Descending like a dove and settling on him, baptism brings power from heaven. Water baptism—you, what's interesting about water baptism? It seems like when I got baptized in water, I felt like I had a more—I had, I had more boldness. I'm like, I just did this in front of a bunch of people. I'm like, man, I just feel like I could conquer the world. I think that's a—that's a literal and a supernatural thing too, but. How about the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Every time they were baptized in the Spirit, they were bold. You guys getting me here? Okay. Say power from heaven. So when when John is is, is watching this and when, when, when Matthew is describing this, uh, he says it looks like there's a bird flopping down from heaven landing on Jesus. I believe that what he saw was, was this. Let me show you this picture. I believe... He saw the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, they're all the same, coming down. He thought it looked like, it looks like a bird, right? But it was God Almighty coming to overwhelm Jesus, overwhelm Him with His power, comfort, and love, right? It wasn't a dove. It was like a dove. He was like a dove. But it was God Almighty. Oh, doesn't that make you feel good? So let me show you something really quick. I've done this before, but I love to do it. When you gave your heart to Jesus, when you confess Jesus, as your Lord, the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you. That water being the Holy Spirit. Right? When I gave my heart to Jesus, the Holy Spirit came and lives inside of all of God and there are times in life when the holy really he wants to move all the time but there are times when we don't allow the holy spirit to move in us he lives in us but he wants to get out he wants to manifest he wants to he wants to speak through us right that's what the holy spirit wants to do but because maybe i'm having a bad day or a bad week or a bad month or i say Holy Spirit, I really, you know, I'm good with you living inside me, but don't come out. Like, don't mess with my heart. I don't want you, I don't want to talk about this or that. Have you ever had those days? And what we do is we cap the Holy Spirit. We cap Him. The Bible says we quench Him. Like, don't quench. Don't, 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 like, we've all done it. But He's saying, don't go, don't fall for that trap. And here's all He wants you to do. That prayer we prayed, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I want you here. And when that's a genuine prayer, that cap comes off. It's awesome. The cap comes off because now the Holy Spirit can move. And then he just begins to squeeze you a little bit. And next thing you know, the water is immersing and pouring over you, all over you. And not just you, but the people around you. Come on. Right? That'll dry up. I understand the cap. I've had days and weeks where I'm like, you know, God, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want, I don't, I don't feel like forgiving. I, I feel like, I feel like complaining, <laughs> right? We've all had them. But God is saying, oh, just, just let me, let me have my way. Dan, take off the cap. Take off the cap because I got so much to give you and others. He wants to give you power. Come on, power. And the last thing is really quickly. Look at what happens when Jesus is baptized. Again, I said it up front. Verse 17, a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. I am asking God to speak to you in such a personal way today. And to our, those getting baptized, obviously. But to you, to let you know how much God loves you. How much He loves you right now in this place. Even with any kind of past or future. Whether you do nothing for God. He loves you right now in this place. And I love it that that when Jesus got baptized, He made everybody... Hear it. They all heard it. And what I would love for you to hear, what I want them to hear today, is simply, I love you. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. Your father loves you. You this is my beloved son, beloved daughter. And I love them. I love them, I love them, I love them. That's our God. Not if you go to church or if you don't go to church. Not if you read your Bible or don't read your Bible. Not if you pray. Come on, God just loves you. It's not fair. I know it's not fair because Jesus did it all. It is finished once and for all. Can we pray as the candidates get ready? The, those of you guys, go ahead and head back to the side there and Abigail gets you ready. We can't wait to be a part of your baptism. Lord, I thank you, God. In Jesus' name, thank you for what you're doing in in our midst. Thank you that you're changing lives. Jesus, this day is about you. Um, And so I thank you that that we're going to see that very clearly. We're going to hear it very clearly. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, we want you here, Holy Spirit. We want you here, Spirit of God. We want you here, Spirit of our Father. We want you here, Spirit of Jesus. We want you here, Holy Spirit. So have your way in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. We're honored that you are with us today. Please connect with us because we want to get to know you. Head to our website, getreslife.org. That's G-E-T-R-E-S-L-I-F-E.org. And like us on Facebook, Resurrection Life Church Cadillac, for upcoming events and information and ways to connect. God bless you and have a beautiful week.